Welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight here on uh, KODM and KNML. A couple of things to remind you about. We did this in the open, but a couple of things to remind you about. we got a lot of Missouri broadcasting going on tonight as well with the Tigers. Uh, they're both playing football and basketball tonight. Again, if you're looking for the Tiger football broadcast and the, uh, and the Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth, Texas against Army, that game is airing on AM 1240 KNEM and 99.9 FM. We're done here with Tiger Talk tonight starting at 730. It's Nevada Tiger Basketball against the Illini of Illinois in St. Louis. That Tiger Network coverage begins at 7.30. So it's wall-to-wall Missouri later tonight. But right now it's Tiger Talk, Tiger of a different variety. Nevada Tiger Talk program continues on. And joining us now is Lady Tiger head basketball coach Blake Howarth. And uh, over the last week, some mixed results for the Nevada girls. Uh, two very close ball games once again. One went well, one did not. And uh, so just kind of a mixed bag as uh, you went into your holiday break, Blake. Uh, so good to see you. And uh, um, unfortunately, you didn't get to go to break on the positive note that you hoped for. Yeah, uh, you know, we, we've we uh, had some highs and we've had some lows uh, from last week to, to Monday night. And so, uh, you know, definitely not the outcome we ever want getting ready to go on, uh, you know, a two-week break here. Uh, but also, like I said, Monday night after the game, this is a, a blessing in disguise, you know, it, it's early on. We're able to, to to see some things that we need to work on, and so uh, to go into this break with the loss, a, a tough one at that. Uh, you know, it, it's going to light a fire in our girls' belly, and, and so we're going to get up and get after it uh, over break and and improve the th- improve on the things we need to, and and you know, so not the way we wanted to go into break, unfortunately. But you know, we got a, a chance to grow and learn from this, and that's what we're going to do uh, from this tough loss. We'll get to that game here in a second. Let's go back and talk to the positive one. First of all, that was against Carthage uh, last Thursday. Uh, when you took on the Carthage Lady Tigers, again, that game was in Nevada. And uh, 42-41 outcome, Nevada wins by a, wins by a point. Um, they were without Sophie Shannon, um, the uh, their big post player, 6'1 senior, was not available for the ball game that night. Uh, certainly didn't hurt, help their cause any, but uh, still a heck of a ball game to watch. Very entertaining, and you get the one point victory. Clara Swearingen with a huge three towards the towards the end of that ball game and uh, and propels you to that one point victory. Yeah, I mean, even though they didn't have the Shannon girl inside, I, I, honestly, it, it'd be hard to know what the outcome could have been. Um, you, you know, just watching some film, she does some good things. Uh, but you know, Carthage still rebounded well, which they've shown, uh, you know, the Shannon girl, if she gets below the block does, does a great job finishing. If you extend her out a little bit, uh, you know, she, she gives, it's a 50, 50 ball. And so we wanted to see her just for the fact of the post presence inside and us working on that and continue to, you know, uh, work with Ab and, and Bailey and Katie on that stuff. And then our weak side defense, whenever we have to force the lob. Uh, so, you know, that we missed that opportunity against Carthage, but the, the speed of the game, you know, the, the Yates girl, her athleticism, that stuff we wanted to see, and we got to see, uh, you know, when she came out in the third quarter, uh, you know, she had, what is, I think 11, nine of their 11 points or something like that uh, in their third quarter. And so uh, she came out and we want to see that because we got to continue to guard and play we're going to and so we need to to, to work on those things, keep her in front. Uh, You know, Grace did a great job, I thought, overall uh, guarding her. And so we had to mix up some things. We played regular defense, you know, uh, changed to our our 2-3 zone. And then, you know, uh, when it came crunch time, Grace just face guarded her. And we just tried to eliminate her uh, from the equation. And so, uh, you know, with, with that game there, the way that the way that we played um, 
defense stood out to me uh, early on in the first quarter, the first couple minutes. Just the speed, uh, you know, Carthage is a classic school. They've been playing some really good teams. And so they had the advantage of of the first uh, few minutes of the game there. And so uh, it, it took us a couple uh, minutes there in the beginning to really figure out how to handle their pressure. And so whenever we settled down, they started missing shots. We rebound. And then the way that, that Clara went in attack mode, uh, we've been talking about her step back uh, shot and how she has that, and she's been working on it. We saw it several times uh, against Carthage, and so uh, I think she had what fifteen. She had seventeen in the first half. 13, it, seventeen of your twenty-one in the first half. Yeah, and so right there, I mean, she came out guns blazing, and and that's what we got to have from her. And and then you know, but in the second half, that opened up Maddie Majors, and so uh, for that to happen. Claire took care of business in the first half, and then Maddie in the second half. Um, huge shot at the end. Uh, going back and listening, uh, you know, you talked about how Nevada Nevada had two timeouts, and and kind of I stopped the film, uh, listened to the, the the broadcast there, and and just started thinking to myself, uh, you know, maybe this is a learning opportunity for me. And should I've taken a timeout? Uh, you know, in that situation, I don't think so, especially knowing she hits the shot. But, uh, you know, a lot of our points against Carthage happened in transition. We got it. We pushed. And then, you know, Claire hit the step back, looked to attack. Uh, same thing with uh, uh, Maddie running the floor in the second half. And so if I call a timeout, Carthage has a chance to get organized. And, you know, they're just going to go straight to face guard and Claire and Maddie. And then we would have got, uh, I feel like, you know, that, that shot that Clara took is a high-quality shot mm -hmm. for her. And so uh, we got a high-quality shot. I'm glad that uh, Carthage coach took a timeout in the one-on-one, -on -one and uh, we were able to get that set up. And then she missed that that back end, and Mads got the rebound and kicked it. And, and you know, we got we got the job done. Yeah, you, you jumped into my next question because I was going to ask you because you, you did have two timeouts left and uh, time running down. And there's always that debate. You know, no matter what level of basketball it is, do you call timeout or do you not if you have them available? Because, like you say, the defense can get organized, or do you trust your offense to to figure it out? And uh, so I was, and I should have asked on post game the other night, and I, I I blanked and didn't do it. But you know, what makes that determination whether or not when you have timeouts available, whether or not you're going to use them or not, and in a game with ten seconds left, and you're bringing the ball down in a hurry. I think just the flow. Uh, you know, I, I even if she made the second one, I was going to take a timeout. Just for the fact that you know they were going to jump out in their diamond press, and there was times that we didn't handle it very well, and so I was going to take a timeout if she hit the second one, uh, just to get us organized and say, hey, listen, this is what we're looking for. Uh, you know, we we put Ab in the middle, try to get it to her, cut off that, and then we'll hit it, one of the guards on the sideline, streaking down the sideline, and and get that ball to them, and then you know probably going to get uh, either a. a Good layup is what I figured. Or if if Mads or Claire's gets it, Claire gets it on the sideline, they're gonna get a a good nice open shot. And so, uh, you, you know, I think it's just the flow of the game. Uh, a lot of times, um, you know, I had four timeouts going against P Hill, and I used all four of them <laughs> in the in the fourth quarter. And so, uh, you know, that that maybe maybe wasn't an, an overuse of them because I I continued to slow the game down rather than just letting us play. Uh, and, and so against Carthage, her missing that and getting us getting transition points, I didn't feel like we we needed a timeout. Uh, we talked about it whenever Carthage took their timeout. We talked about exactly what we wanted to do um, on the miss, get the rebound, and then we're gonna we ran the the high 
screen uh, for Clara coming off with Bailey and, and then Abbas coming up if we didn't get that one. And so uh, we, we knew exactly what we wanted to do. And, and Clara once again steps in, uh, no pressure at all, and just knocks down the shot and, and a great victory for uh, you know our girls on Thursday night against Carthage. And they got one opportunity with Keanu Yates to come down. We got 21 points. Uh, she puts up about 25-footer at the buzzer. It uh, uh, does not go in, and Nevada gets the 42-41 victory. Certainly had the one-two punch on uh, Thursday night against Carthage as uh, Clara Swearingen and Maddie Majors combined for 37 of your 42 points uh, in that ball game. Uh, Swearingen on fire, 13 points. Uh, in fact, at one point, she had outscored uh, Carthage 13-12, to I think it was, in the first quarter. But uh, – uh, but uh, 17 in the first half, cooled off in the second half. But then Maddie Majors picks it up and scores 13 of her 15 in the second half, including two trays. It's nice to be able to, if one's not going, maybe the other one is. Yeah, and, and that was a thing that someone asked me, you know, when can we have both of them clicking on the same night? Um, and, and like all game, never, please don't, because <laughs> if they're both clicking at some point, they're both going to be off too. And so we don't want that. And so, uh, for Claire to come out the first half and click, and then the second half, let Mads take care of it. Um, you know, that's what we got to continue to have. But like you said, uh, those two, they've, they've been doing this for nine games now. And so, uh, for us to for us to have those two girls and and the potential that they're that they're displaying, uh, and even the the stuff they're doing, it, it's phenomenal. I love it. I'm I'm happy for them. I'm so glad they're getting this opportunity to showcase their skills. Um, and and you know, with that being said, uh, we got other girls too. I mean, uh, you know. Abs is Abs is taking care of business. She's getting in double figures a couple games. Uh, Bailey, she's starting to step up and have confidence in knocking down some shots. She knocked down a big three against Logan Rogersville. Um, she had a big one against Carthage too, and then uh, not against Carthage against P Hill. And so uh, the same thing with Grace. Grace is starting to figure out uh, the free throws, and, and and she's stepping up to the line and knocking down free throws for us. And so. Uh, you, you know, our, our girls are just continuing to build that confidence that they need in order for us to take that game to the next level. But uh, another great thing that I love about it is Maddie's a junior and Claire's a sophomore. And so we got a couple more years with both of them. And, and uh, I absolutely love that and love that for our program, too. Well, I can tell you what game that was, uh, the Joplin game. Uh, Maddie Majors had 23, Clara had 20, and they both scored pretty consistently throughout the game. Okay, so at least so we had, had one. had one. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> so there we go. Uh we got that taken care of. That you was me to the right. challenge to go back to my book there real quickly and figure it out. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to think too after saying that, and then um, against Parkview, Claire had twenty six, mm. and Mads had was it eighteen or twenty or something like that yeah. there too. Yeah. And so, I mean, honestly, actually, it, I did not do the Parkview game, so I so had the boys it, that night. But it's, it's still pretty consistent, and they're both getting double figures, which is awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. But like I said, that's just the the. Evident, the evidence of, of them putting the time into their game and actually wanting to get better. Uh, you know, on, on the weekends, I, I got those, you know, um, Mads, Ab, Clara, those girls, they're, they're texting and, and asking, hey, can you open the gym? Mm -hmm. And so if they're wanting to come in, it doesn't matter when. Um, you know, I'll definitely find time for that because kids nowadays, there's a lot of people that don't want to, the extra work, but they want to talk about it, but then they don't want to do it. And so, uh, hats off to those girls that continue to grow and want to grow and become better, better people, but then also better players. Well, since we're talking about that and it kind of, this is going to kind of segue into the Pleasant Hill game because we actually talked about it before going on air, uh, you're going to, but the two of them scoring the way they are. 
you're going to obviously start seeing some different defenses. You saw that on Tuesday night yep. or Monday night rather against Pleasant Hill when they threw the triangle and two out there. And you're going to probably start seeing more of that. So, so how are you going to combat that going down the road? Well, we, we talked before going on air, Mike, about how the triangle and two, honestly, I, I'm, I'm surprised we haven't seen it sooner, mm-hmm. um, especially coming out of the Carl Junction tournament. Uh, the success that those two had, I, I really felt like um, the ne- the last several games that people would start showing triangle and two. Um, and so we, we just started working briefly on it in practice. And then as the games went on and nobody showed it, I was thinking, okay, well, maybe not. Maybe this is something that we can get to Christmas break and not have to worry about and then work on it again in Christmas break. Um, and so for P. Hill to come out and, and show us the triangle and two, uh, it startled us, I'd say, at the beginning, uh, just because on film they haven't shown that. They showed the the one two two, um, and then they, they uh, showed man, and those are the two things that they they've shown in in their eight or uh, yeah eight games before we played them. And so, it, it but it the the triangle and two, I I don't I don't feel like it hurt us. What hurt us is not finishing shots. We got a ton of open looks. We missed. We missed bunnies. We missed layups. We missed wide open uh, three point shots. You know, Claire even had a couple of those step backs. We missed those too. Um, you know, but in a triangle and two, it's an opportunity for other girls to step up. Uh, you know, I think Grace, I th- she finished with seven, I think. Uh, four points. Four points. Okay. Uh, from the free throw line. There you go. So, uh, but she needs to have confidence in letting it go too. Uh, and that's something that we talked yeah, she about went for three to start the game from the three point line. And you can see her kind of shine away from it after. That. Yeah. And, and I said something to her too, about, uh, you know, they're in a triangle and two. And so we're going to get that look every single time. So don't let it fly. The first time you touch the ball, continue to run through the offense. And now the third or fourth time you touch the ball, we need you to take a shot. Uh, but that's not what we we, do, we don't want to go down. That's why you go to a triangle and two. You put pressure on other other players, and then they shoot, miss, and it's one and done. You know, and so uh, that's that can't be that can't be what it is. And especially one and done, the first five seconds that we called we called an offense and ran through. We don't want that. And so we got to be patient because you're open. You're going to be open later on down the line. So if if that's what it comes down to. 15, 20 seconds into an offensive set, absolutely. I have enough uh, you know, faith and trust and grace that she is good enough to step up and knock down those shots, and that's whenever we're going to make them pay rather than catch it and, and feel like you're so wide open, you have to shoot, and then you start forcing things, and then you start missing, and then your confidence drops. Continue just to run through the offense, get set the third or fourth time, and that's whenever we need to let it fly. But, you know, Ab stepped up. 11 points, tons of, tons of rebounds, tons of putbacks. Um, I was joking with her too. She hit a deep three mm-hmm. at the top of the key, and she said, Howard, what were you thinking whenever, whenever I shot that? And I was thinking, oh, no. But then in the same instance, before at halftime of the JV game, she was shooting that range and, and knocking them down too. And so that goes to show the confidence that Ab has, but also the ability she has to step out and knock down those shots. And so when it left her hand, I went, oh, no. And then as it's going through, I'm thinking, no, she can, she can shoot these. I, I have enough faith in, in Abby, too, to let it go. And then when it went in, 
oh yes thank you thank you for shooting that you know it's one of those no 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 yes 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 and so uh she stepped up too. bailey knocked down a huge one in the second half as well and so we got to continue to get those girls um shooting consistently in practice which we've been working on and they're doing but then carrying over to the game because even though maddie and, and clara's had a ton of success and scoring points those three are also able – we've we talked in the past about how streak of a shooter Grace can be, and, and we, we can get her rolling, no doubt, and she can have that confidence. And if she's knocking down you know, two or three shots, Bailey can knock down two or three shots, and then Ab and Katie J, those two get rolling. There's no way teams can go to a triangle in two because we have too many threats. Um, you know what? Another one that stood out to me was Peyton Eaton. Peyton Eaton, she stepped in. She's a, a great shooter too. I wish you – know, I think she ended up shooting – two or three threes and uh, all wide open. And so I was hoping maybe she could get just one of them and build that confidence and then able to really get it clicking. And, and that would have helped in the first half alone. But, um, you know, she's one that we can look to also when the teams go triangle and two that can step on the floor and knock down those shots. And so we got to continue over Christmas break to get her varsity ready. Uh, you could see at times she's just a hair late, uh, you know, when, when she was playing. There was uh, on on defense. She was a step uh, behind people, and and then you know on the rebound, she wasn't in the right position for boxing out because people were crashing uh, a little quicker than she's used to seeing. So we got to continue to develop her game so that way, whenever teams do show show a triangle in two, we have something else in our pocket that we can go to as well. Fifty two fifty one was the final. Pleasant Hill got the win. They came in the game averaging thirty eight points a ball game. Not a great, off- not a, a tremendous offense coming in. Uh, you know, there's an adage out there that, uh, you know, from football and you know, the things that you deal with that, uh, you know, the longer a, a team stays in a game that uh, you're the favor of, the, the more confidence they get. That seemed to be the case uh, in this game against Pleasant Hill. They were 1-7 coming in, only averaging 38 points a game. When they, you got that 49-41 lead, Claire uh, hit a three-pointer, make it 49-41. Okay, this is it. We're taking off from here. Finally going to get finally going to get some distance here. Well, they come right back with a 6-0 run in about a minute and a half. And uh, that that just seemed to kind of shake things <laughs> the other way from that point on. Yeah, it it, it did. Um, you know, it, whenever we got the 8-point lead, I I thought the same thing too. Okay, here we go. Even Mads late. Mads got a, a wide open 3 late too. Um and and so for us for us to get rattled whenever we're up by eight and then they go on a six hole run one, we put them in that position. We had silly turnovers mm-hmm. and not only silly turnovers gave them the six hole run, but where our turnovers turnovers were on the floor. I mean, they came out in the one, two, two extended and you know, they're 80 feet. We're 80 feet from the basket and we're throwing it off the girl's leg. We can't do that. We got to, we got to continue to believe how good we were those timeouts. you know, like I said, I had four timeouts in the fourth quarter, used them all. And you could just tell how, how frustrated, but then also how scared we were of losing. And so then those nerves set in too. And I kept telling them, we're fine. We're good. Just trying to, trying to refresh them and, and let them remember, like, we're good. We, we can do this. We're going to do this. Take a breath. And so, uh, you know, whenever we call timeout and I got a player looking over at the scoreboard and you got to pull them back in and say, hey, stop looking at it. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> it's not going to help us at all. Uh, you know, we got to bear, bear down and, and stick together. We keep saying Velcro. And we got to stick together. In that instance, when we went on a six-hole run, we need Grace and Clara and Maddie 
even Bailey as a senior to start talking, being positive, get us organized, slow down, slow down. Don't let, don't let their pressure frustrate us. We have everything that we need to try to break that press and then get into a half court set. We did it multiple times. And then whenever they wanted to set back on a triangle and two, we just bumped those girls out and made them get out of the triangle and two. And so we saw that we're capable of it. We got to continue to do those things and not let frustration set in because of the silly things that we did. Because that was on us. We did those those silly turnovers and allowed them to go on the six zero run. Well, and then the the last sequence, uh, obviously, it was uh, pretty chaotic there in the last few seconds. Uh, they did get three opportunities at the bucket. Uh, eventually, a loose ball opportunity. Fouls called over by their bench. Uh, two free throws uh, for uh, Mackenzie Layton, who. Well, I had who had seven points in the game, three uh, one three, and then everything else from the free throw line. Credit to the senior; she just calmly stood up there with one point seven and switched two free throws. So yeah, kudos, she you know, was, kudos to her. But absolutely, it was it was pretty chaotic to get to that point. Yeah, and that's what we were talking about going before we went on air was, uh, you know, the the sequence of events that played out in in that last I don't know what fifteen seconds <laughs> was just uh, bizarre to me, honestly. Um, one thing that really has to happen is we can't put a game like that in officials' hands. Mm-hmm. And so we got to learn from that. Two, when we were talking before going on air, watching it back, I thought Mads took a great charge. Didn't call it. They're not going to call it the end of the game situation. We talked about that too. And then abs with the block probably was a foul too. But the girl, even when Mads took the charge, the girl shot it. We didn't box out. They got an offensive rebound. Ab blocked it. Mads tipped it after Ab blocked it. And that's what made the ball come up the sideline. And so for us not to just do the little things of boxing out on a shot, rebounding, and then securing a rebound, or even on the, the block shot from Ab, we gotta grab the ball. I don't I don't it's the same ball we've been using every other home game against Carthage, same ball. So I don't know if some we we didn't put the 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 tick the the stick tack or what on our hands, uh you know Monday night or what, but uh, it just seemed like it kept bouncing off our hands and or we just tipping it instead of just grabbing it. And so uh, the one time we do decide to grab it, it's a hustle play by Bailey Ost. Uh, and looking back, you know I can say what I think it is. The official's going to disagree with me, but I thought that was a loose ball. And so he calls a push when Bailey dives on the ball out of bounds. Uh, I didn't I didn't see a push, uh, you know, from where he's standing. Maybe he saw something. I, I have no idea. Um, and so he makes that call and then sends that girl. We were had 10 fouls, so it doesn't matter. She goes and shoots two free throws. You know, before the air, going on air, we talked about how there was 1.7 seconds left when she cut, just let it go out of bounds. P. Hill can throw it in. And, you know, make it a little tougher shot instead of, instead of you know, losing by one, we win by one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's a lot of what ifs. Uh, and so, but like we talked about too, you can't tell Bailey Oss, don't hustle. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Don't, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. And, mm-hmm. and so when, I, when you got a player that hustles like that, you just got to roll with it and, and hope that when she makes those choices that it's not going to bite us. Did that bite us? No, I, I don't think so because even if – he doesn't call a foul. She catches out of bounds. It's still 1.7 seconds. We're playing defense. We're fine. Uh, I have no doubt that, that P Hill calls a timeout and then we can get organized too, or even I can call a timeout and we get organized too. But, um, you know, the, the sequence of events that played out at the end of that game, 
uh, that's still on us. Once again, I I felt like um, we beat ourselves Monday night with with the turnovers, let them go on a 6-0 run. Um, And then uh, the last sequence of events, not boxing out, not rebounding, not just grabbing the ball, uh, that's on us. And so when you don't do those little things at times, you deserve to lose. And when it comes down to it, we lost. Well, as you said, you'll learn from it and move forward. 52-51, the loss. we got just a couple of minutes left. Uh, we got to make sure we have Missouri basketball. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about what's coming up. Your team came back. Uh, you didn't practice today but uh, after Monday, but you did practice yesterday, and uh, you gave them today off So uh, and through the rest of the holiday until next Monday. So how did the team come back yesterday in practice, and uh, did uh, they ready to get right back to it? or? Are still, I mean, it'd be uh, our daubers, understandable if they were still hanging a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> our daubers were down a little bit. And so, it, you know, it was tough, but we got a great group. And so I have no doubt we're going to bounce back. We're able to have conversations with several of the girls um, and, and just talk through some different situations. They had some questions, which I wish they would have asked on Monday night during the game or at halftime rather than after the event. Uh, and so that, that was a learning opportunity there, too. Come, come ask me these things. If you're not for sure or you're confused or you're frustrated about something, let's figure it out right then and there and not let it continue to fester. Just let's smash it and, and figure it out. That's what we're there for. And, the, you know, it's a learning opportunity. Communication's key. And so, yeah, our daubers were down. And so, uh, you know, we had to we had to by the end of it, we were able to pick some some um, heads up and, and our girls. Uh, the more I talked to them, they understood. Uh, and some of them, I, the conversation I even had was. You know, they're looking forward to seeing them in districts. I'm, I'm ready to see them in districts. And so to already have that on their mind, they're ready to play them again. Uh, you know, our girls are eager. We, we have a great group. Uh, they want to get after it. Talking to them about, you know, one game at a time, we got to play Web City first. And then the comment right back was, I'm ready to play Web City. You bet. And so for us to have that mentality, does it hurt? Yeah. You know, we had some girls that were very upset, which is a great thing for us because they care. You know, I felt like when, when people show emotion after a, a tough loss, it's because they care. There's there's people and, and players that I, I played with and, and I've been around that after a loss, it, it's, oh, no big deal. Shrug the shoulders, move on. Okay. And so when it sets in and bothers you, it's because you care. And, and then the girls that we have, they're super competitive. And so it's, it's just a great learning opportunity all around for us. You know, uh, I still think that we're a young team. You know, when, when Claire and Maddie are sophomores and juniors and they're leading the way and, and Grace, you know, she's she's got to take on a leadership role. Ab's a junior. Uh, you know, we had a lot of basketball to learn last year. And so, uh, you know, it's still a learning opportunity every single day, every single game. And so uh, we get, were able to take some some things out of P Hill, too. And, uh, you know, we got to move on and, and look forward to practice on Monday and get up and get after it. All right, we'll look forward to that. We'll cut it off here and uh, get ready for that. The team's off for the rest of the week until they come back next Monday. So it's almost two weeks before you see Web City. So we'll worry about that down the road, and uh, we'll talk about that later on. So uh, uh, enjoy the break. Enjoy your holiday. Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll see you back here on the, the first Wednesday in January. I look forward to it. Absolutely, Mike. Thank you Thank you guys so much for everything you've been Thank doing you. so far up to this point. I hope you guys enjoy your break, too. Uh, one last thing, I, I just want to say, you know, I'm super proud of our girls. I love them. The the last, you know, being seven and two, uh, you know, the way they're playing, it's great. 
and we're going to get better. I have no doubt with the group that we have and our coaching staff, we're 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 fine. We're gonna we're gonna respond correctly back to this, and hopefully continue to grow and and give you guys something to broadcast about. Oh no, they will. We, <laughs> we'll look forward to it. Look forward to the second half of the season, and uh, see you in two weeks. Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. Lady Tiger head coach Blake Howarth will come back after this timeout. Talk boys basketball. Head coach Sean Gray. You're listening to Tiger Talk on Double K Country.